In today's podcast, what I want to talk to you about is how to get a job with no experience. And so when I talk about no experience, there's really like two different buckets that people fall into. So uh, bucket A is uh, the bucket where somebody's just getting started in their career. So maybe they're fresh out of high school or uh, fresh out of college or something like that. And they're just now entering into the job force uh, for their first job. Uh, the second bucket is someone who's already in the job force, but um, but maybe they're looking to change professions or something like that. And they're looking to go into a space where they have no experience. OK, now, regardless of which bucket you fall into, um, this is going to be an extremely uh, helpful and extremely valuable uh, podcast for you to uh, listen to. So uh, without further ado, again, what we're talking about here is how to get a job with no experience. Let's talk about it. Welcome to another podcast episode of Career Strategies. This is Rodney Hughes, Mr. 100%. And today's podcast is being brought to you by The Perfect Resume Blueprint. This is a free resume writing course that's designed to teach you a step-by-step system for writing a highly optimized resume that will exponentially improve your odds of quickly landing job interviews. Now, if that sounds like something you'd be interested in learning more about, head on over to www.perfect.com resume blueprint.com again that's www.perfectresumeblueprint.com and again this is a 100% free resume writing course no strings attached uh head on over to www.perfectresumeblueprint.com all right let's dive right in so again what we're talking about here is how to get a job with no experience let's start with strategy number 5 all right i'm going to share five key strategies with you let's start with strategy number 5 um temporarily shut down your social media. So here's the thing. I call social media the kiss of death when it comes to the job interview process. Um, I've seen so many people uh, at various levels in their career, uh, from people just getting started to people who are seasoned veterans, lose out on job opportunities simply because they did not realize that their social media footprint would be treated as an extension of their resume. All right. See, that's what you got to understand. You, the, 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 uh, your social media persona that you put out to the world will be treated as an extension of your resume. And here's the ugly truth about it. No company in America is going to tell you this. No company in America, in the world, is going to tell you that they looked at your uh, social media and they decided not to go with you as a candidate simply because of what they saw on your social media. They'll never tell you this because they don't want to get sued. Okay, but the reality is, okay, what they won't tell you, but is actually happening is that people are going as soon as they get your resume. Right. Like, understand this. As soon as a hiring decision maker, whether it's a recruiter or whether it is a uh, actual hiring manager, as soon as they get your resume, if they're impressed, they're going straight to social media. They're going to go to nine times out of 10 LinkedIn first. Okay, which is social media. And then after that, they're going to go down. They may go down the list. They may be satisfied with what they see on, on LinkedIn, but they may decide to go down the list. They may go to YouTube, go to Instagram, go to uh, uh, Facebook, all these different places. Right. Uh, just to kind of get a better idea of who you are as a person. All right. And they're going to and, and listen again. They will judge you based on it. So the safest thing that you can do. And, and listen. This is something I I do whenever I go into this mode, into a mode of trying to get a job. First thing I'm going to do is shut down my social media. <laughs> OK, and I don't even post 
inappropriate things on my social media. <laughs> okay. So uh, I'm not ashamed of anything I post on social media, but still, you know, I just make it a habit to just shut it down because you never know what people are going to think of the things that you post on your social media. And I don't want to be losing out on opportunities to get a great job or opportunities to make more money because of something on social media. Right. So the easiest thing you can do is shut it down. All right. Um, strategy number four, leverage your hidden experience. So one of the trickiest things when uh, someone uh, feels like they don't have any experience, what makes it kind of complex for uh, candidates sometimes is that uh, sometimes some people don't they, they're like, what do I put on my resume? Like, what what do I how do I make myself look good? And one of the things I always like to tell people is you got to leverage your hidden experience. And that starts by understanding that experience is experience is experience. OK. And so what I mean when I say experience is experience is experience is that you got to look. You have to think creatively without lying, without exaggerating, without embellishing. You have to think creatively about your background. So. Um, let's go to bucket A, right? So if you're the type of person who's just getting started in your career, um, obviously you've never worked a job before. And so, you know, you might be like, well, what do I put on my resume? Well, think about, um, think about groups that maybe you're a part of, right? Maybe you're a part of some type of groups or something while, while you were in high school or while you were in college and think about, did, did you have any experiences in those groups that, uh, align with this job, right? And you want to draw that information out, put it on your resume. You want to think about, uh, maybe you volunteer at certain places, you know, you got to look, you got to look all throughout your background and, and ask yourself, okay, where do I have experience that I can draw out and help people understand that I at least have some of the experience, right? You might not have, you may have zero direct experience, but maybe you have some other experience. Now on in bucket B, when you're talking about people who uh, are already in the job force and they're already working, but maybe they're looking to go into another profession, I'll use myself as an example. So um, I've always been intrigued into the uh, recruiting space. And so I'm an executive recruiter now. But before becoming an executive recruiter, I had zero experience in recruiting, <laughs> okay, as a profession, right? So I had done re some recruiting in a different type of capacity, but I never did executive recruiting for sure. And and so, but the thing that I did is I realized that uh, with this particular job, uh, uh, they were looking for someone who had strong business development experience. And now I had a lot of experience when it came to that. So what I did was is that I focused on the experience that I did have, right. And made sure I made that really strong, drew it out without lying, without exaggerating, without embellishing. And then, uh, uh just like what I was just saying a minute ago, I looked for hidden experience. And so I looked for situations and things that I've done before, uh, that, align really well when it comes to the executive recruiting space, right? So that's what you have to do. You have to look below the surface and you got to look at your hidden experience and find creative ways to draw that out. All right. Strategy number three, don't go out here being goofy. All right. <laughs> don't be goofy. All right. I, listen, I see so much goofy stuff as, as a, as an executive recruiter. See, I get to see the reality of what, what candidates are doing. Uh, when they're applying the jobs out here and I, I can't tell me, I shake my head so much because I see people doing goofy stuff, right? Listen, let's be real, just honest for a second. Okay. 
if you have no experience, you have no business applying to a director level role or a management level role or higher at a Fortune 500 company. It doesn't make sense. You have no experience. <laughs> okay? And you might actually be doing yourself more harm than than than, than you think because you got to keep in mind like when you apply to different roles, like I know that it's super easy now to just apply to different roles. So now people, I guess they feel empowered to just apply to whatever and see what sticks. But what you got to understand is that you are leaving a digital footprint with that company, right? So five years from now, if you, if you have improved your skills and then you go back to apply to them, they're going to see where you applied to a role you had no business applying to. Listen, the computer has a phenomenal memory. <laughs> okay, five years from now, I could look back at notes that I made on candidates five years ago. Okay, easily. Okay, and they'll be perfect notes, right? So keep this in mind. Don't be goofy. Okay, if you don't, you have to be real with yourself. All right, you got to look at the role that you're that you're interested in, and if you don't, if there's no way possible that 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 you could potentially be a a, a good fit for that role, don't apply to it. OK, now's not the right time to apply to it. OK, so you can't be goofy. Don't just go out here applying to, to random things. You need to try to find situations that are of interest to you that also make sense for you to apply for. All right. All right. Strategy number two, respect the opportunity. You ever heard the expression that the devil's in the detail? Well, I don't really like saying the devil's in the detail, but I, I, let's put it this way. Um, the value is in the detail. The potential is in the detail, right? So what I mean by this is when you have no experience, okay, um, the, the, the small details matter exponentially more. And the reason they matter is because, you know, the company that can't really judge you based on skill because you have no skill for whatever it is that you have no experience, <laughs> Right. So you may have some skill, but even if you have skill, if, if it's not grounded in experience, then, you know, OK, <laughs> it is what it is. So the thing is, is that you want to be focused on the details. Right. And so you want to shine any way possible, you know, outside of the fact that you have a lack of experience. So um, when it comes to your resume, you want to make sure that your resume is top notch. Uh, when it comes to if you go on a telephone interview, you want to make sure that that goes well. Uh, when you go in for an interview, you want to uh, make sure that you are dressed very nice. Right. You're, you want to make sure that you're dressed for the job you want to have five, 10 years from now. OK, uh, you want to dress to impress and you want to be paying attention to every little detail and making sure that you bring your A game to every little detail. Right. Because when you have no experience, those things matter. Okay. Those things impress people. Okay. Which kind of rolls into the main thing. And listen, listen, let me tell you, if you don't take anything else from today's podcast, please take this. All right. The strategy number one, right? You have to sell the only thing that matters. Okay. And do you know what the only thing that matters is? Listen, the reality is you have no experience, so you can't sell your experience. Right. But the only thing that ultimately matters, even if you had the experience, is your attitude. OK, you got to sell your attitude. You got to sell a great attitude. 
I tell uh, I was telling my friend this not long ago. Um, uh, I said, look. I as an executive recruiter, especially in today's day and times, it is outrageously easy to find people with strong skills. OK, super easy. All right. Way easier than you probably think it is. OK. Um, but you know what's hard to find? It's hard to find somebody with a great attitude. OK, that's hard. It's hard to find. Right. Because most people go into this process thinking me, 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 me. They're thinking about solving their problems. Right. But see, the company's not looking to hire you because they want to solve your problems. The company's looking to hire you because they want to solve their problems. Right. And so as a candidate, it is your responsibility to make sure that you have a top notch attitude, that you have a great attitude. Now, let me give you an example of this. Right. So one of my best friends, um, uh, uh, you know, came to me one time and said, look, man, I'm trying to get into the IT space. He became really interested in getting into the IT space. But his his uh, degree is, I think, in international business. And um, and so, you know, he and I were talking uh, as he was going through the process because he knows I, I help people get jobs. And the thing that I told him, as I said, exactly what I said uh, at the beginning uh, of this particular strategy, I said, bro, you got to sell the only thing that really matters. Right. Which is you got to sell that you have a great attitude. And what I mean by that is in both a direct fashion and an indirect fashion, you have to essentially let people know that you have a can do attitude. Right. That you're super easy to work with, that you uh, that you're a fast learner um, and that you're willing to take on whatever responsibilities that uh, you all put on the table. See, when you start talking like that and when you have that and when you give off that kind of kind of an attitude, it gives people the warm and fuzzies. Because think about this. Once you enter into the workforce full time. As an adult. For the next 20, 30, 40, 50, sometimes even 60 years, the overwhelming majority of your waking hours are going to be spent working a job. That's just the reality of it. OK. And don't nobody want to be around somebody that's a pain in the behind. Right. Now, let's call it what it is. Don't nobody want to be around somebody that's a pain in the ass. OK. <laughs> they just don't. Right. So the thing you got to keep in mind is, is that you got to have a great attitude. OK. If you have a great at I've seen people with less skills, but with a far greater attitude, get jobs over people with greater skills. And it happens all the time. Right. And a lot of times people get mad at that because they're like, well, I got the skills, but they don't understand the fact that the attitude part, though, people have to like being around you. You understand that? Right. Because what good is it to be a rock star? But uh, from a skill perspective, but but people don't like being around you. You're difficult to deal with. <laughs> OK, so when you have no experience literally in that situation, all you really got to sell is your attitude, right? So you have to go out of your way to make sure that you help them understand that you have a great attitude. You have a great can do attitude. You're a hard worker. You're, you're, you know, that you're willing that you have all these attributes that make up a great attitude, right? You have to, that's what you have to sell. All right. Now, if you do these five things, if you Keep these five strategies in mind. You will exponentially improve your odds of uh, being able to get a job with no experience. OK, but if you want to take it to the next level, I recommend you pick up a copy of my book, The Ugly Truth About Getting Hired, uh, How to Land the Job of Your Dreams, Regardless of the Competition. Listen, 
Uh, this book is unlike any other book that you'll uh, find on the market about the employment, uh, the, the interview process. OK, um, this book right here is designed to teach you a step by step system for positioning yourself as the ideal candidate of choice for any job you're qualified to attain. All right. And it's literally going to walk you from point A all the way to point Z. But I have to give you a disclaimer. OK, this book requires you to a get outside your comfort zone and B to take massive action. OK, so if you're not prepared to do either of those two things, then guess what? I highly recommend you not even pick up this book. All right. Just go to YouTube, find some other videos and hopefully, you know, you'll 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 be successful. But if you want to exponentially improve your odds of beating out your competition, of positioning yourself as the ideal candidate of trust for any job you're qualified to attain, this is a must have book. This book will potentially be the greatest investment you've ever made in your career. All right. So if you want to pick up a copy, head on over to www.theuglytruthbook.com. Again, that's www.theuglytruthbook.com. One more time, www.theuglytruthbook.com. Or you can click the button or link uh, that's located somewhere around this podcast. Listen, thanks for checking out today's podcast. Hopefully you got great value out of it and I'll see you in the next episode.